the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Yes, 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 yes. Good evening, guys. Good evening, good evening, and glad you're here tonight. I want to share a few things with you guys. I'm going to share a post right here. Um, I think I can share it. Uh, Let's see. I think I can share it, guys. Um, Well, it's not letting me share it. But anyways, um, well, it's giving me an option, but it's not wanting to share. Well, anyways, you can go to our Facebook page and see it. It's a video. Um, It's a video that uh, I had prophesied uh, about two years ago um, about... um, it's happening now in uh, 2022. It's happening now in 2022. I prophesied this um, t- two years ago, and and it's weird because God, he um, he gives me prophecies in two years, two years expansion. So uh, I noticed I prophesied over two women with babies, and it was two years prior to what I said they was going to have a baby. And they did. And that happened to me twice with two different ladies. But when God shows me something, I got to spread it. Amen. Uh, And God shows me something. But we're going to get started tonight. We are on, um, and 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 we're going to go over what's going on in the ministry last, guys. So. Uh, about the giving and stuff. We're going we're gonna to start doing that last, okay? But first of all, I want to uh, appreciate everyone on here tonight. Uh, if you would, share the broadcast, guys. Um, I don't think too many people's coming home tonight. It's Friday night. But anyways, they might go back and uh, listen to it later. And we are recording this, so it, it, it'll be on the podcast too at uh, thekingdomradio.com. Uh, we are trying to get our uh, radio station back up and going. Uh, we're also, guys, we're fishing to print flowers. We need your support. Um, uh, it's coming up really, really soon. Um, we're going to have singers out there. We're going to have try the bike show. We need some um, people to help with the cooking and stuff like that. So we're going to be raising up money, uh, and all the proceeds go to Fill the Woods. Uh, God laid this on my heart. I got to obey him. I got to do what he tells me to do. Uh, but anyways, we're going to be preaching out there, box show and all that good stuff. So anyways, let's get in this word right quick. Um, the part two, the strategies of Satan, part two, the strategies of Satan, part two. And that's what we've been in. And we're going to be in Ephesians six. So uh, go to Ephesians six, if you don't mind. We're going to be in Ephesians 6 tonight. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6.
Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. I'll get there in a minute, guys. Hold on. I'm trying to find my Bible on this thing. Um, Ephesians chapter 6. Oh, I thought I found the Bible. I don't know why sometimes this thing is just so hard to find the King James Bible. Um, maybe I'll learn it real good one of these days when I have time. Um, I have a crowd full of no time. Uh, let's see. No, it's not there. So, uh, pooey. I can't find the Bible. Ain't that something? Uh, I really don't know where you find the Bible on this program. All right, guys, give me a minute. Trying to find the Bible. Uh, maybe I'll just type it in. King James. Give me a minute, guys. I'm trying to pull my Bible up. I, I don't know why this thing does that, but it does. You can't never find the Bible on the thing. So, you know, that's not it either. Oh, all right, guys, hold on. Just give me a minute. It's got all these other books, but no, the Bible. I just want the Bible pulled up. It won't. Okay, guys, give me a minute. Just give me a second. I, I know, I know, I know. Ephesians chapter 6, and I'm trying to pull the Bible up on the logos here. If you don't have logos, it's a good software, but uh, unfortunately, it's uh, <laughs> confusing software too, or confusing to me. Um, I don't know how to go to my Bibles. Let's see. I still can't find it. Hold on. Let me go back to this. Oh, wow. It's not letting me go to the Bible. Okay, commentaries, we're not in commentaries right now, so, okay, let's just try to find Ephesians 6 in the commentaries, I guess. Uh, that's not going to work either. Okay. Give me just a minute, guys. I know, I know, I should have had all this together, but I didn't. Okay, Bible, there we go. There we go. I found the Bible, but it's not the right one. There's all kind of Bibles on here. We got all kind of Bibles. American Standard Version. Okay, I can't find the King James. I know it's on here, but I can't find it. Okay, guys, be patient with me. I'm trying here. Okay. All right, guys, still can't find the King James. It's not on here nowhere. Wow. Oh, well, let's go to King, King James. Maybe I can type it in. There it is. See, I found it now. 
King James, but it's now it's not wanting to open it. Oh, wow. Okay. The devil's always got his hand in something, guys. That's all right. We're going to persevere. Look to your neighbor and say, persevere. Persevere. That means you don't let the devil stop you. Amen? All right. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And this, this thing does that. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6. I'll get to it here in a minute. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm going to try to my best to big view edit. Um, let's see. Zoom. Oh, it went away. Wow. Well, I didn't want it to do that. Wow. Wow, guys. Oh, Lord. I don't know what happened to it now. Let's see. Let's pop it back up. Okay. Here we go. All right. I was just trying to. Okay. I've wasted too much time. Okay. All right, guys. Here we go. We're going to get started sooner or later here. We will get started sooner or later. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6. Actually, we're going to go back to uh, chapter 5. And and I want to deal with Satan deals with your personal life. And um, anyways, we're going to read from 5. And this is where Satan starts with you. Okay. And I, I, I want to, I want to really get to something here. And I know we've spent almost ten minutes trying to find something, but I'm sorry, guys. Um, I want to go over this real quick, and we may carry on with this uh, some other time in the part two still, and to add to part two, and that's fine if you know if God leads that way. Anyways, guys, we, we're, we're going to find the strategies of Satan, okay? But we're going to start with you. See, Satan starts with you. He don't start with your spouse. He don't start. Who knows? If we get right with God, if we get right with God, and we have stuff together ourselves, then the things on the outside can't get on the inside. Does that make sense? So here's what God has given me. It, it starts with you. In, in Ephesians, we're in Ephesians chapter 5, guys. It says, be ye therefore followers of God, dear children. And that's what Paul writes out um, in Ephesians to the Ephesians church. He's telling them, listen, be ye followers of God. See, you can't follow everything else. And, 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 and here's where Satan gets you. You can't blame because you're not doing something for God on somebody else. It starts with you. And that's why I want to say this is the strategy Satan uses because he's trying to bring you down. See, 
I heard a minister this morning saying, it's not where you are, it's who you are. And see, that's what God, and that's what Satan tries to do, is he tries to corrupt the you, He not where you are. And a lot of people, you, you're, you're thinking, well, you know, a couple of years, I should have been uh, here with God. I should have been there with God, but I'm not. But see, God ain't concerned about where you are. God's concerned about your identity. You got to understand something. When, when he deceived Eve, he took her identity. He didn't took where she was. He took who she was. My God, you'll get that here in a minute. But see, God's not concerned where you at with him. He's concerned, you have you forgotten who you are? See, a prob- the problem with us, we forget who we are in God. We forget what power we we rely in God. And see, that's what he took from Eve. He took her power. He took her identity. He took her identity. He wasn't worried about where she was. He was worried about what she had. And see, that's what Satan is trying to do to you. He's trying to take what you have, not where you're at or where you're going. So I'm saying? So, but where, where, who, if he can take, if Satan can take who you are, it will affect where you're going. So I'm saying? So it works together. And see, when 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 God went in the garden and said, uh, uh, Adam, where art thou? But see, he was asking him, Adam, have you forgotten who you are? And see, and then, then, and then, when he asked him, and Adam said, "This is what Adam's response to God when he said, Adam, where art thou?'" Adam responds like this: He says, "God, I hid myself because I was naked." And here's what God responded to that: "Who told you you were naked?" So, here's the dilemma here tonight. You have forgotten what God has done for you and where he's brought you from. And God said, you need to go back and remember what I've done when I first met you. My God, I feel the anointing tonight. I feel it's going to break yokes tonight. I feel it's going to break yokes. And I feel God is fixing to do something extraordinary tonight. He's going to remind you who you were when you first met him. See, that's what the enemy wants us to forget who we are, and what God has already done in our life. We don't need to be, and you're wondering, well, well, I know I've wondered many times. I said, Lord, I wonder if I could have been in ministry, further in ministry. See, it's not where I'm at. It's who I forgot I was. And that's what Satan tries to do. He, 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 he He wants to let us forget who we are. See, and that's what's wrong with the church today. They forget who they are. And see, when you forget your identity, you lose citizenship, and you don't even know who you are and whose you are. And that's what I'm going to talk about tonight in Ephesians 5 because this thing starts with a relationship. And and Paul writes out to say, Be ye therefore followers of God, dear children. 
and walk in love as Christ also loved us and has has given himself for us as an offering and sacrifice to God in a sweet smelling Savior. But for this is what he says. But fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, let not this be one named among you as becoming saints, neither filthiness or nor foolish talking and gesturing. And yet, and this is what he reads right here. It's what Paul writes to the Ephesians church in chapter 5 here. It says, which not convenient, but rather given thanks. And verse 5 says, For you know that, that whoremongers and uncleanness person nor covetous man who is an adulterer or idlers have an inheritance to, to, inheritance to the kingdom of Christ and of God. And notice he says, has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. And for, uh, uh, well, let's go to verse 6. And it says, let no man deceive you with vain words. For because these things cometh the wrath of God into the children of disobedience. So here, here is where I want to zero out the strategies of Satan. He's after your belief in God. And that's where I'm going to get with this, and I'm going to tie this into Ephesians 6 and Ephesians 5 and 6. He first starts out with you, friend. When he went in the garden and deceived Eve, what he was trying to do is steal her identity. He was trying to get her to doubt in God. And see, that's where uh, uh, um, um, you become children of disobedience. And, and, and see, and see when, you, when, you, when he takes your belief in God, he gets you to be disobedient to God. Come on, my God. He, he's got to take your belief first. And then disobedience comes. And, 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 and here's what Paul writes right here. Because of the things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So when we disbelieve in God, and people say all the time, I believe in God. You do not believe in God. Because if you believed in God, then you're, you would walk in obedience and not disobedience. And see, that's what he tries to do. Did God really say, did God really tell you to do this? Or are you just doing this on your own? But Jason, did God really tell you to, to start a ministry in, in your house? Did God really tell you to, 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 to start cameras and all this good stuff? Did God really tell you to do this and do that? Well, my friend, I'm going to tell you something. I know he did. And you know what? What he does is, is he, he, he uses the eyes and says, well, if God told you this, then why the, why ain't this stuff to happen? Why ain't your ministry growing? But you got to understand something. Ministry is not about lots of people. It's not about the crowd. It's about the cloud. And 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 see, he can't hit me with that temptation of saying, "Well, you know, uh, it's about the number." It's not about the number because if it was about the number, then Jesus wouldn't have left the ninety nine and went to the world. Come on, somebody, see. See, it's not about number with God. It's about the cloud. It's not about the crowd. And and, 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 and and so he can't use that temptation on us anymore. You see, my ministry is, is, is in the kingdom of God. It's a lot bigger than normal ministries. Well, you say, Jason, that's not true because you don't have a mega church with a bunch of people. But but do we call that true success in God? No. We, we just got a bunch of a flying duck sitting in a church ain't doing nothing for God. That's not success. You know, it's, these people kill me. They run after these huge churches. 
all these people in there, and I guarantee you maybe a handful is doing anything for God. That is not success. We look at success in Jesus when he took the 12 and rocked this world upside down. He only took 12. Man, he didn't need a mega church to do it with. You see how far we're off? I mean, we're, we've lost this thing. We think success in ministry is having a mega church. Let me tell you something. If I can reach one person to do something for God, my ministry is successful. And let me tell you something else. If I can reach two people and they start doing what God has called them to do, I am a successful ministry. You see, I got a fellow that um, that uh, can teach motorcycles really good. And, and this is what God wants him to do. So I told him, I said, you know, I don't need to do this. God told you to do it. And I believe that you need to be doing it. So, so he starts out and he starts out and he starts doing the motorcycle class. But here's my point. If you can't get people to do what God has called them to do, is your ministry really successful? And see, we look at all these mega ministries. Oh, they got all kind of people. God must be moving. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Because nobody is doing the will of God. See, Jesus took 12 men and... <clears throat> Jesus took 12 men and he rocked this whole world and they did the will of the Father. Come on. It, God is not concerned on your crowd and your ministry. He's concerned about your discipleship and how they're being discipled and are they doing what God has called them to do? Are they sitting like a flying duck and just listening to your ministry? See, we need to develop people. We need to, we need to mold people to do what God has called them to do. And he's not called you to sit on no pew. I can tell you that. You got a job to do just like me. We got a job and we must work hard at doing it. And you know what? You, you know what the phenomenal thing is? We will work so hard for money. We'll be so tired, but we're going to work. We'll work hard for money. But when it comes to building God's kingdom, we won't do anything. We'll, we'll, we'll lay out on God. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little dab, little do. But, you know, we don't do that in a money world, in the physical world, because if it has anything to do with money, we're going to sacrifice. Come on, somebody. We're going to do extraordinary stuff, and we're going to work so hard to get that stuff. But we can't do that for God. Somebody, tell your neighbor, somebody needs to get off their hind end and start helping and doing something for God. Listen to what he says in 7. Be not therefore partakers with them, for they sometimes dark, sometimes darkness, but now you are the light, in the, work, uh, the light of the Lord. Walk as children in the light. But here's what I'm trying to tell you before we get into all this work things of the flesh. And it, it all started with, before we even started Ephesians 5, it all started with in the garden. See, he tries to take your unbelief what God has called you to do and who God's called you to be. He's trying to get you to doubt what God has already told you to do, but, 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 
but this is what it leads into. Be therefore partakers, be not therefore partakers with them. For they were sometime, they were sometimes darkness, but now you ye are light, light in the Lord. Walk as children in the light. And see, let me tell you something. If you're around a crowd and, and you're trying to influence them with God, you don't do as they do. You do not do as they do. You see what I'm saying? And you got to be careful with that because if you're acting like them and they're not, and you're not being a light to them, and and you're acting like them, that means your light is very dim. A light means not doing what they do. I'm not telling you to go away from these people. He's just telling you right here. He's just telling you not to partake. You see what I'm saying? So so so. Here, here's what he's talking about partaking. Now, I'm going to read this to you guys. I'm going to read this to you guys. Partaking in the Greek means sharing. Or sharing with, partaking with, and partner with. That's what it means. So otherwise, do not partake with them. For you are sometime in darkness, but now you are in, in ye light in the Lord. Walk as children in the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is of the goodness of righteousness and truth, provoking what is acceptable unto God, and having no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those that are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doeth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. And see, I, I think what's happening with the body is we have fallen asleep. You know what I'm saying? So when you're asleep, you're not aware of your surroundings. You're not aware. You're not aware of what God wants you to do in your crowd. You cannot be partakers with them just because you're friends with them. It don't mean you do what they do. Wow. Verse fourteen. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou, O sleepest, and arise from the dead. Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk spectrally, not as fools, but as wise, random, redeeming the time. Now that word redeeming right there, what does what redeeming mean to you? What does what redeeming mean to you? I, I'm, I'm going to show you something about this right here. He says redeeming the time because the days are evil. How can you redeem time, folks? I'm, I'm going to stop right there just for a second. How can you redeem time? See, here's our problem. And, and, you know, I see me and my wife do it all the time, and we need to do less of it because what gets your time, the Bible or the Internet? 
What gets your time, the Bible or the Internet? And see, we spend more time on that Internet than we do in prayer and we do reading our Bible and getting to know more about God. And that's what the Bible says in 16 right here in chapter 5. He said, redeeming the time because the days are evil. And you wonder why you can't, listen, I'm going to tell you something, guys. If you don't spend more of your time reading and praying, then then, then the evil of this world is, is going to become evil in you. So otherwise, whatever you eat, that's who you become. And whatever you feed the most, that's who you become. And, and you know, most people is not spiritual anymore because they feed their flesh too much. And see, see, TikTok gets more time than the Bible does. My God, my God. See, TikTok gets more time than the Bible does. And, and, and Facebook gets more time than the BLBL book does. And see, that's why we have problems in the home. That's why we have problems in the church because we, 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 we're not redeeming the time. We're not redeeming the time. And, and, and when you redeem time, that means you 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 evaluate what your time is being spent on. My God, and, and see, and that goes for ministry too. You you can be doing so much ministry and less reading and, and less praying, and your ministry ain't gonna go nowhere either because you spend more time building than you spend more time fellowshipping. And see, when you spend time with God, God said, you know, seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all these things shall be added. And see, God don't want you to, and not, not, I'm not saying that God don't want you to do things for him or God don't want you to do projects or, 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 or series or, you know, I, I do t-shirts. I'm trying to get the thing out. This is what God called me to do. And, and, and the thing is people say, well, Jason, you do too much. But the Bible says those, uh, the Bible says, where there's much given, there's much required. And see, God has gave me so much knowledge of doing things. And he said, son, this is why that I tell you to do this and tell you to do that, because where there's much given, much is required. And see, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know how to do some of the stuff I do, but 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 God gives it the talent in the and, and this is this what happens is I said Lord I can't do all this He said Yeah but son where there's much given there's much required and see sometimes it don't pay to know because when it pays to know that means you have more to do on your plate My God and see. A lot of you don't want to learn because of that, because you don't want to be required to, 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 to do a lot. And see, my job is, is to plant things and watch them grow. And that's what I did with my son-in-law. I, I felt like God was telling him to run, run the motorcycle skill classes. And, 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 and I'm, I'm planting something, and I, I got to prune it and watch it grow. You see, God hadn't called me to run everything, but he's called me to plant things. And he, he, and this is what he told me. He said, son, I ain't called you to do all this, but I called you to orchestrate all this and, and plant it and watch it grow. 
And see, that's what's happening. That's why we got, uh, and, and, and I'm really looking for somebody to run our radio station because I really don't have time to do that, but I feel like God wants that in this ministry. But 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 if you know somebody that knows how to run a 24-hour radio station online, I, I need somebody to go on there and be a DJ and, and, and run that radio station. You see what I'm saying? So God's telling me to plan all these things and orchestrate all these things and make sure they're running just right. God told me years ago in a sewing mill factory, I never will forget it, I, I, I saw all these people sewing everywhere, and he said, as far as your eye can see, I'm going to give you ministries more than this. People's going to be working under you. And I want you to I want you to to make sure those ministries are doing what they need to do. See what I'm saying? So right here in verse 16, it says, "Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, be not unwise, but understand, understanding what what the will is." what the will of the Lord is. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, were in access, but be ye filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourself, and not, I'm going to teach you something right here, guys. Uh, and th- and th- this is an offense of, to the enemy, Okay. This is an offense to the enemy. This is going to help you keep your mind at peace. And, and, and guys, this is good, so grab a hold of this. You need to grab a hold of this. Remember I asked you a while ago, redeeming the time. How do we redeem time? We start doing stuff for God and quit feeding our flesh and start feeding our spirit. And this is what he says. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns. And what is psalms, guys? I'm going to stop right there. What is psalms? Psalms is encouraging words. Okay, let's look this up right quick. I'm going to show you guys something. I'm going to show you something right quick. Uh, Hold on, guys. I'm going to show you guys something real quick. Uh, Psalms. Let's look that up. I didn't mean to do that, guys. Sorry about that. Psalm is a song of praise. Praise psalm. Song of praise. So it's really encouragement. That's what it is and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. So, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. You say, Jason, how can I be filled with the Spirit? 
by making melodies in your heart. Sing, sing. He said, do not be drunk with wine, wherefore excuse, but, but be filled with the Spirit. Okay, why did he use wine? Why did he use wine? Be not drunk with wine, wherefore excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves. He didn't say speak to everybody else, right? He didn't say go speak to everybody in the sun, right? No, he said do this to yourself. In psalms and him in spiritual songs. So you want to get in God's presence? By, by George, get in there and sing in your heart to him, yourself. Speak to yourself. Songs and him making melody. So it's okay to make melody. You know, sometimes you sit there and go, my, 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 Lord, Lord, you're sweet to me. That's melody. That's melody. And before you know it, you'll be singing out of your heart. You'll be making up this melody in your heart. And before you know it, you'll be singing to him, and he'll be singing back to you. And see, sometimes I do this, I practice this, and sometimes I'll be sitting in the truck and I, I say, Lord, you are so good to me. And I, I just make up my own melody and stuff. And that's what he says right here, giving thanks. He said in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. So number one, sing it and make it melody in your heart. So it's good to get a song and start making a melody to it and sing to the Lord. I'm teaching you something right here, guys. I'm teaching you to tap into his presence, and when you tap into his presence, you can get what you need to get from him from that day forward. It says in verse 20, it says, giving thanks always for things unto God giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of Jesus our Lord. This is what he says. Singing, listen, you're getting yourself prepared. And this is, the Ephesians 6 is dealing with the flesh. It's dealing with your will. It's dealing with listening to God. But it's also dealing with to prepare yourself to walk you in the Spirit. Giving thanks always and thanks, God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submit yourself one to another. And see, that's the key right there, baby. And see, when we don't submit to one another, we have problems. See, 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 my son-in-law called me today, and we was talking about some things, and, 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 and I told him, I said, as long as we're submitting to one another, we'll be fine. Why, why is that? Because the Bible says submit yourself one to another in the fear of God. And see, see, you got to understand this project is not your project, my God. And, and when, when, when the project's not your project, then you will submit to one another. And you will honor one another's request. And that's what I told him today. I said, I said, Mater, I'm only trying to honor you because, you, you know, I honor what you do know, but you need to honor what I don't too. So, so we got to submit, therefore, one to another.
So we're, we're, we're dealing with the individual. We're dealing with you. We're dealing with these things. So here, here's the key. Here's the key knocker. And I, I'm going to continue this part three, guys. Y'all, y'all want to go to part three? I think we should. I think we should continue this because I, I don't want to go too fast with this. I really don't because this is getting really, really good. And God is showing me these things because he's told me to do some series on them, a part one, part two, part three of the strategies of Satan. And we're going to stay on this till God takes us off of it because I want to learn the strategies of Satan because and there's another strategy we got to keep Satan well. And the Bible says if you submit, therefore, to God, resist the devil. But you got to submit to God before you can resist. And see, that's our problem. We're not submitted to God. That's why we can't resist. My God, this is some good stuff, guys. And, and you know, and, and, and that's why we can't submit because we have not resisted. And, and, and we're not submitted to God either. And that's why we can't resist temptation. My God, this is good. And, and the problem is we need to get submitted to God. Listen to what he says in verse 22. And I'll read this right here, guys, and I'll be finished. It says, wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands. And, and see, he already dealt with submitting yourself one to another. And that's talking about everybody. When you're in submission to one another, then you're in the will of the Father. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I know, I know, I know. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. So as you do it to God, do it to him. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. He can be the savior of the body. Therefore, uh, before the church is subject unto Christ, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so Christ is over the church. So let the wives be to their own husbands in what? What did it say? Can somebody read that to me? I would really like to just know what that said because here's what I find. Here, here, here's what I want. Here's what I find. It says, "So let the wives be to their own husbands." And what? Everything. He didn't say some things. He didn't say a ministry. No, he said in everything. Why did he say everything? He could have said some things. No, but he said everything. And listen, he ain't done. I ain't picking on you ladies, now. I'm going to pick on the man right quick. It says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. Notice that's got an E-D on it. And notice it says, husbands, love. That means present. And see, when it says Christ also loved, that means past tense, the church gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the what? The washing of the water by the word, that you may present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle or any such thing, but they should be holy without blemish. So ought men to love their own 
wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are the members of the body of the flesh and of the bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. There's the ball kicker right there. If you are trying to listen to your father and your mother in trying to run your marriage, you can hang that up. Amen? And it shall be joined to his wife, and they shall want to become one what? Flesh. Now, in the natural, we know that they can't become one flesh, but God wants them to work as one, submitting to one another. It, it says right here, it says the woman's supposed to submit to, to man. And watch this. It said the woman's supposed to submit to the man in everything. But notice it comes down here and tells the man to love his wife like Christ loves the church that he gave himself up for. Verse 31 says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall become one. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So why, why would he say that's a mystery? My God, my God, my God. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you particularly so love his wife even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. And that's where I want to get with this, guys. Reverence. Let's look at that word reverence right quick. We're just about in right here, guys. It says, even Sarah obeyed uh, uh, in First uh, Peter 3, 6, even Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are ye as long as you dwell. Be not afraid of amazement. So, uh, wow, 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 wow. Anyways, guys, this is what I'm saying tonight. And we'll pick back up on Ephesians 6 to uh, in the next, probably, if God, God willing, uh, we're going to go and uh, do strategy part three Wednesday, okay? Um, so, um, we'll, we'll be in Ephesians 6 when we start... Uh, while, uh, doing the strategies of Satan, part three. God willing, I don't know what God's got in store for next uh, Wednesday, but right now, that's what it is. Uh, we'll start up with a part three. And it could change, guys. I'm not in control of that. But uh, but if you want to give tonight, you can go to Cash App, um, uh, dollar sign, God Save Ministries. If you got a Venmo account, we're on Venmo now, God Save Ministries. Or you can go to our website at godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. Some of you can sow 20 tonight. Some of you can sow 30, 40. Some of you can sow. Listen, guys, if you don't sow anything, you're not going to reap nothing. 
We need your help. We got this thing coming up in uh, March 26, and help us share this gospel and keep this gospel going. You know what I'm saying? So help us build this gospel. Sow your seed tonight. And a lot of you can give 50. A lot of you can give 100. I know you can. I need you to sow. I need you to sow because God needs a harvest in your life, and that's the only way you're going to get it. That's the only way you're going to get it. So if you can sow to help, uh, uh, spread the gospel that will be wonderful and, and you know uh, God told me this year he said son I'm going to reveal to people that I am with you and that's what God's doing this year he's going to expose he's going to he, he's going to He's going to show people that he's using me. And, you know, he told me about the video. You guys go on our Kingdom Network TV. Uh, we're on YouTube. And look that video up. Prophecies are fulfilling right now. My God, my God, my God. But anyways, you can give tonight, guys. God bless. God bless everyone. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. But listen, strategies of Satan. I'm telling you, this is awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless everyone. We love you. And uh, if you're not on our mailing list, email list, get on it. We got devotions that go out too. All right, guys, God bless everyone.